Hey, 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 YA listeners. If you haven't already checked out our recommended podcast, you might want to do just that. We'll be launching season two really shortly. If you haven't already listened to our recommended podcast, it's a series of interviews with our favorite authors talking about their favorite books, including YA authors such as Melinda Lowe. We wanted to use this opportunity to share her interview from season one with our Hey White listeners, especially as we have talked about her and her books here on the show so frequently. Season one of Recommended includes 12 episodes, and you can listen to them all right now. If you head over to bookriot.com slash recommended, or you hit up the podcatcher of your choice, you'll be able to listen to all 12 of those episodes and be ready for season two, which launches on May 16th. I hope you love this episode, and I hope it gives you a good sense of what you're in for with the season, as well as what it feels like to hear from your favorite authors on their favorite books. Thanks. Enjoy. My name is Melinda Lowe, and Tipping the Velvet by Sarah Waters is my recommended. Tipping the Velvet is set in 1890s London, and it's the story of this girl from a small seaside town. Her name is Nancy Astley at the beginning of the book. She becomes infatuated with this male impersonator, Kitty Butler, who performs sort of a cabaret routine on stage. Kitty and Nan then sort of become friends. And when Kitty is invited to perform in London, she brings Nan with her. The two women fall in love and end up performing together on stage in drag. And the book is basically all about Nan's coming of age and her sexual awakening. Tipping the Velvet was the first Sarah Waters book I read. I totally remember a friend of mine literally taking it off her bookshelf and giving it to me and saying that she thought I would really enjoy this. So the book was first published in 1998. I don't think I read it until the early 2000s. So it had been out a couple of years and it had already gotten quite a lot of buzz by then. I don't remember whether I read it all in one read. I do remember thinking this was an unusual book for me to read because at the time I mostly read crime fiction. I was a huge crime fiction fan. I still absolutely love crime fiction. And Tipping the Velvet was a historical literary novel, which is not something I normally pick up. I actually didn't know if I would like it at all, but I was drawn in from the start. I do remember feeling that it was a completely transformative book. It completely changed the way I thought about writing and about what could be done in a book. At the time, I was uh, beginning to write my first novel. And I think that seeing Sarah Waters tell this story about a lesbian was just totally eye-opening to me. I had never seen it done this way before, ever. I knew that there were books in which there were lesbian main characters. I mean, there's a very lively and vibrant LGBT publishing industry. And I knew about those books, but I don't remember reading and connecting with them in the way that I did with Tipping the Velvet. Sarah Waters is just a brilliant writer. This is her first novel. And I I absolutely think that she has become an even better writer since then. But this was just amazing to read, to read her confidence in telling the story. She held nothing back. It was lusty. It was just no holds barred. I was completely floored by it. I recommend Tipping the Velvet all the time. (laughs) I recommend all her books to uh, people. When I talk to younger 
emerging queer writers, especially young women who are writing, obviously I recommend that they read Sarah Waters. I think because for me, she has just been such a model for me um, in my own career. There are very few lesbian writers out there who have the sort of renown that she does. And I have found her just very inspiring in general, just looking at her career. Before my first novel was published, my first novel, Ash, is a lesbian retelling of Cinderella. At the time, I, I was this entertainment reporter working for a lesbian entertainment website, and I would talk to people about it, and they would all suggest I, I try to sell it to an LGBT press. I just didn't want to do that because I did not want to be kind of limited by a smaller market. Sarah Waters was really the only writer I knew of at that time who had written an unapologetically queer novel published by the mainstream to such success. Looking at her and her books over the years has always inspired me to continue to reach for that. I still talk to young writers today, young queer writers who think that they need to submit to an LGBT press. And that is certainly a valid option. And there are some LGBT presses who are publishing great stuff. But I always want young writers to think beyond their marginalization. I don't think there's any reason that books about queer women cannot be published by the mainstream and have an equal amount of success. I can always point to Sarah Waters to show that. There are very few lesbian writers who have a successful career and go on to write multiple critically acclaimed literary novels. There's Sarah Waters, there's, there's Emma Donahue, there's Jeanette Winterson, but they, Jeanette Winterson and Emma Donahue are sort of different because they don't always write about queer women. Sarah Waters has also written one novel that is not ostensibly about a queer woman, but I think it is anyway. <laughs> So there are not very many authors like her. And she definitely has a very distinct voice. When I recommend Tipping the Velvet to someone who I know is queer, there's very little I have to say. <laughs> I mean, I just tell them lesbians, Victorian London on the stage in drag. That gets them every time. I mean, there's no other book like that, really. For readers who are straight, I think I tend to pitch the historical elements her brilliant writing, the love story in it. I really don't know how to describe it. It's such a specific book and yet kind of difficult to describe. I have reread this book a few times. I remember reading it very closely when I was writing my second novel, Huntress, because in Huntress, I was trying to tell a slow burn love story. I had no idea how to do it. It was a slow burn love story between two girls, and I couldn't remember reading one that I really connected with. So I picked up Tipping the Velvet again, and I was like, well, there are several love stories in this book. How does she do it? I, I literally went through this book and tried to pick apart how she built sexual tension. Then I tried very hard to apply it. <laughs> I, I don't know if I figured it out, but I learned a lot from reading this book closely. I learned that when something happens on page 300, you start building it up on page two. <laughs> that is what I learned. <laughs> I learned that the ultimate act, like a, a kiss or, a, a, or an act of um, lovemaking or whatever, it, it can actually be very short in its description. 
a paragraph maybe. But there's like 20 pages of buildup before you get there. So by the time you get there, it feels like it's been going on for 20 pages and it has an, an immense impact on you. I think I had never really understood that before I sat down and tried to figure out what she was doing in this book. I have met Sarah Waters a couple of times. I've interviewed her a couple of times. Before I was a novelist, I was an entertainment reporter uh, working for a lesbian entertainment website. So I actually did inter interview her a couple of times for that site. And then I had the amazing honor of doing an event with her a few years ago at Booksmith in San Francisco. I probably, this was not the first time I had met her, but it was the first time I had done an event with her as a fellow writer. And it was, it was an incredible experience. I hope I didn't come off as a total nerd. <laughs> probably did. I just wanted to get her to tell me everything she does in, in terms of craft so that I can steal her tricks. That was my main goal. <laughs> Thanks again to Melinda Lowe for joining us and recommending Tipping the Velvet by Sarah Waters. Her new novel, A Line in the Dark, published by Dutton Books, is now available wherever books are sold. You can follow her on Twitter at Melinda Lowe. 